0: Hey everyone, the holidays are here and families are feeling stressed and joy and happiness and sadness and everything in between. And so today we're talking about why we have all these feelings at this time of year and also how do we keep our values at the forefront of what we're doing. This is a good listen to keep us focused and centered on who we are and who we want to be the holiday season, but also any time of year. We hope you're having a good time and give us a like and rate us if you're enjoying listening to this podcast. Thanks so much.
1: Welcome to Podcast Therapist, presented by Virginia Family Therapy. I'm Sarah. I'm Caroline.
2: And I'm Amanda. As three family therapists, we know how hard it is to feel like you're being the parent you want to be while juggling everyone's needs. We specialize in
0: helping families just like you during the long days of multitasking and constant searching for the bar of
1: success. Our podcast mixes expertise, real life advice, and embarrassing stories. Whose embarrassing story? <laughs> Yours.
0: <laughs> Let's walk through this together.
1: Welcome to Podcast Therapists. And get ready because we're talking about the holidays. <laughs> Sarah. <laughs> Hi, guys. Hi. Hey, how are you guys doing? Uh, I mean, the holidays
0: are coming. I actually feel joyful and stressed, right? Good.
1: How are you supposed to feel?
2: Yeah. I actually feel the most prepared I have felt for a holiday in a while. Like, guys, I have presents that are wrapped. I have lots of boxes that just need wrapping. I feel good about myself from that sense. That does feel good. I'm jealous.
1: I'm not sure we can be friends anymore. <laughs> i don't know what i'm getting anyone or what anybody even wants
0: my kids keep on finding the presents i'm like no oh. they keep on finding them no matter where i put them and so i'm like this is a present from mom and dad this is going to be a present from mom and dad and santa's oh. not bringing them much this year that's <laughs> tough. that's really tough It is hard. You can start shipping things here. I might do that, Caroline, actually. And you could wrap them because apparently you're good at that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I actually don't mind wrapping. I like find it really like peaceful and calming. Like, you know, guys, it's like me and cleaning, right? It's like you see your progress right away. I can be a perfectionist about it. It's great. So yeah, if you want to bring some gifts and some (laughs) Christmas paper and bows over, you can hang out and like, do something else and I'll just, we'll have a wrapping party. That would be so fun. That would be
1: awesome. Actually. Would Could be awesome. Have just a Caroline wrapping party. Cause that would be the kind I'd want to have like, Caroline, you rap and I. Yeah, I'll rap and you guys will just keep me company. Perfect. That part I can definitely square up with.
2: Sounds joyful. So everyone's
0: feeling a lot of stress right now. Overall, I think the kids and the teens and the parents are definitely having a harder time. I think some of it's pandemic related, but also at this time of year, it's always hard for families as much joy as we want to have. And as much joy as we do have, it's also a really hard on our mental health period. So we wanted to talk with you all a little about a little bit about why it's hard and also ways to have at least closer to the holiday season that you want to have and ways to be the kind of person you want to be through the holidays. So, let's talk a little bit about why the holidays are hard, especially hard on parents. So, Sarah, you have a lot of good ideas about this. Sarah was like, here's why, here's why, here's why. So, <laughs> To start talking to the people about
1: it. <laughs> I think, uh, well, there's just pressure, right? Holiday time is pressured time in a sense that you have usually a short break from school and from work and you want to reconnect. Everybody wants to connect. And sometimes that's connecting just with your immediate family. Sometimes that's um, extended family. Quite often it's extended family, which is lovely. And there can be travel involved. I just think there's just a lot of things going along. There's a lot of moving parts for parents. And a lot of emotion that goes with that oftentimes. Um, not to mention like the little things, depending on the age of your kids, right? Like there's less routine for those couple weeks. And for little kids, that can be really tough. And for big kids too, kind of tough, like the older, you know, high school, college age, kind of tough. But um, I think it stirs up all sorts of things. Like, I think it, it makes you kind of, look at yourself in relationship to your own family and and especially, I don't know, I'm always a hostess, which I love by the way. I love it, but I'm not a good hostess. So that those two things don't always (laughs) go well together. So I love having people in my house, but I'm not like a good bed and breakfast person. Like I would not be a good manager. So I constantly feel like I'm running the washing machine or the dishwasher and I'm also wanting to play the games and be involved with people. Or I get really task-focused, which pulls me away from everybody. And I I love the idea of cooking like a big meal, but having all of it warm at the same time and edible, a bit of a challenge for me. Like my time time management skills. It's a lot
2: to juggle. Like you're juggling a lot. That makes me feel overwhelmed.
1: (laughs) But it's fun. It's always really fun to have a lot of people around. But it is, yeah, I, I kind of, I go into it with great expectation and have to really talk myself down at some point during the time people are here and and just realize that like having people around in the connection piece is that is what counts. Like that's the, that's the best Mm -hmm. part. And um, realizing that me connecting with them in some sort of perfectionist Martha Stewart way in my head, is just absolutely never going to happen.
0: And I think one of the things that I really have noticed people my age are struggling with or kids my age, which is, you know, Five, eight, ten is a shift in traditions. And so I think a, before a lot of people my age were spending their time with their nuclear families, their families of origin, right? So usually going to a grandparent's house. And now it's becoming more and more difficult to travel with all the kids and it's more stressful. And so people are creating new traditions. And I think figuring out those new traditions, saying goodbye to old ones is hard on, on two adult members of a family and they're both invested in what's happening and it, it's hard to juggle it
1: all. You know, and it's interesting you say that because like my family, because I have a teenager that is, you know, just going to launch at some point soon. Um, our family traditions have changed from the time that she was your kid's age, Amanda, mm-hmm. in that, you know, mm-hmm. it was much more about spending time with grandparents and aunts and uncles and things. And now She's kind of on one side of the family the youngest kid. Um and so those like cousins are getting married and they're busy and so we don't get to see them all at the same time where we used to. So our traditions kind of naturally evolve differently. You know, not necessarily at all to do with the pandemic, but just have evolved just due to age change and stage of life. So it is it's but it's stressful because then you miss those things too. So you're trying to recreate something to fill the slot of what's changed. Absolutely.
2: And I feel like for my family, it's like just starting, right? Like my sisters have young kids and Thanksgiving was so fun and hectic, but it's like, it looks really different, right? It used to be like a long meal and everyone's like storytelling, right? And it's like, hey, that meal is now 15 minutes max, right? (laughs) Like when you have a three, like an almost three-year-old and a 15-month-old, like the fact that everyone sat down at the table... All at the same time, Penny Ann was just wearing Penny. But like, you know, I'm like, yeah, it's just different, right? Like you sit down and then the kids are up and moving and my niece is like in a Batman mask, like running up to everyone still at the table going like, I'm Batman. (laughs) Like, It's so fun, right? But it's like, hey, that looks completely different from the Thanksgiving we had, you know, even last year and like way different from two and three years ago. And so I also think that like, I think for me, what I'm learning is like, I can't necessarily like make a picture in my head of what the holidays are going to look like right now because they're shifting so much every year and that's okay. It's fun and it's exciting, but knowing like, to some extent, I feel like I'm just walking in being like, this is going to be what it's going to (sighs) be.
0: So I think that's such an interesting launch into the next part, which I didn't mean to get here so early in in the podcast, but it's actually such a useful transition into this idea of how do we actually enjoy the holidays and be the people we want to be during the holidays? Because I think what you're saying is we might have visions in our head about what the meal looks like. And when things change so quickly, we're not going to be able to have visions in our head about what the meal looks like. But what we can think about is what's really important to us about the holidays, right? And I think that if each of us really hones in about what is important about the holidays, that will allow us all to keep that more in focus as we experience the holidays and experience our families all the time is if we know what our values are proactively instead of reactively.
1: Well, and I think not making a list of like 20 things you want to accomplish with your family, I think knowing kind of the timing and who's going to be there. I mean, one of the things, even as an adult, I think that gets triggered a lot of times is our childhood role. If we, if we are back with our families and our extended families, parents, siblings, whatever, what happens is you kind of your role in the family gets reignited, right? And you kind of jump right back into whatever birth order you are in in your family. Or for me, I'm the oldest and I'm by far the bossiest and, and kind of they probably have the reputation as the bitchiest one probably out of all of us. And I can go there really quickly if my, my siblings are here um, and, and without wanting to necessarily just something will happen. And I'm like, yep, I'm in charge. I'll take over, you know, whatever. And I think knowing like when I'm con- conscious of that heading into the situation, I don't, I'm not triggered. I don't go there. I, I can stay kind of and just enjoy them as my siblings or just as other adults. And, but I think it's easy to fall into family patterns and, and that can really be discouraging for some folks when they, and, and it can cause a lot of stress heading back into it. So I think you're right, like visualizing just the positive part of like being together or the, the, the main theme that you want, which might just be connection or everybody being in the same place and decreasing kind of the expectation for, for joy necessarily in every single moment, but just the overall experience and, and uh, day drinking a lot.
2: I think you have to like allow for the shift, right? I feel like, so my parents are divorced and I feel like when they first got divorced, I was like, I'm want, i mad that holidays don't look like the way that they used to. And then once I was able to like allow for them to like still be fun and look different, it was great, right? Like, oh, okay, I have this different vision in my head. And I feel like this year I was able, I'm able to go into the holidays being like, I can just like be flexible enough to know that like really positive things are still going to come out of this. They're just going to be different than they were, right? Like, Hey, the really fun time that I had over Thanksgiving was like, you know, from two to 5 PM, we're all like hanging outside around an outdoor fireplace while the kids run around and like, that's the hang time, right? It's not from eight to midnight anymore i was like even i am like oh it's 7 45 I'm gonna go get ready for bed it's been like quite a day <laughs> but i think if you can like have it in your head that you're like allowing for the shift i don't know if that makes
1: sense yeah I think I think heading in without the hallmark lens right like like you watch these hallmark Christmas movies and they're awesome but whose family is that like that's not how it works. It's like families are real and raw. And you're right. Like the pace is different depending on the age and stage of the kids. And, and, and the kids kind of dominate and dictate like when people get up in the morning, for example, when people go to bed at night, which is great. And embracing that is fun because it passes, like it changes the next, it's going to be different every year.
0: Mm -hmm. And for me, I think about it's really easy for me to get stressed about watching all the movies and having all the activities and traditions and it takes me away from what I find the most valuable about the holidays which is a connection, right? Like little moments of joy with my kids and my husband, small moments. And also for me, music is a weird one. Like guys, we watched Elf. We went to we went and saw Elf for Wes's birthday at the movie theater. Guys, I was sobbing, you know, at the end when they sing Santa Claus is coming to town. I was like, something is wrong with me that I'm sobbing at the end of Elf. But so for me, music is really important. And if I only have those two visions of of small connections and being able to sing a song with people, that's all I need. Those are the most important parts of the holiday for me. Period.
1: Oh, that's really sweet.
2: I mean, it's true. My friends and I had a holiday sing along impromptu like last week, and it brought me the most joy. Like, I was on a high for like a week. I was like, I just, it's the holidays, it's official. The friends whose house we were at is like so decorated. Like, guys, they have like these two sconces, and one has a red light bulb and one has a green light bulb. It's fantastic, (laughs) it's great. But right. I was like, Hey, this is like the moment that I needed. And if, if this is my holiday moment, that's great. That's all I needed to feel good about this season. That's well, I,
1: really beautiful. Yeah. I think for some families too, this has been a tough, a tough run and, and it still may be a tough run right now heading into holidays with just economically. And so Christmases may feel smaller. And, um and, and just again, remembering, a, you know, can, Holding the value of just being together in that time and making use of that time in a in a positive way, and I remember I'm having this flashback now. Was it last year on podcast that we actually talked about matching pajama families?
0: Yes, Mm -hmm. we did. But then we took it out because we didn't want to be offensive.
1: Well, I don't want to be offensive. (laughs) Well, okay, I shouldn't say that. Like I oftentimes accidentally offend and I don't mean to, but. Um, and I'm not trying to be offensive now, but I have to say that's always my child is now 17. I've never pulled it off. I realized as we're talking, I was like, yeah, like every year I think that sometime in October and I never can. I, I'm i okay. So what I'm going to say to you guys is next year is her senior in high school. I'm going to by next year, I'm going to pull it off. You guys have to hold me to it.
0: I will tell you January 1st
1: to buy the pajamas. This is your okay. goal. That's yes, what you need to yeah, do. I always wanted to do it and I've yeah. never, ever pulled Just, it off. Okay. Yeah, yeah. okay. We can okay. do that. Okay. So hold me to it. I'm asking you to. We're, it's documented now.
0: So here are the ways that I really think about how we enact our values during the holidays. Right, And one thing I believe firmly is that we cannot control anybody else around us. As much as we want to, when we visualize holiday scenes, I'm like, oh, my kids are singing along with me. Or I give them this present and they've got tons of joy. And actually, I'm not in charge of them. They're in charge of them. And I can't visualize their response. But what I can visualize is who I want to be. And so part of what I do pretty regularly is if I really value connection, I visualize how I have those connections and how I enact those connections in my family. So it's usually little like sitting on the couch and having my youngest cuddle with me and just like have a moment with him. I visualize it. And then next time I'm just like running around cleaning the kitchen, I see him sitting on the couch. It reminds me, Hey, go sit on the couch because I visualized having those moments. And then I'm actually able to appreciate it for what it's worth in the moment. And and that strategy has helped me have a lot more joy already this season.
1: Well, then you're looking for the opening, right? Like when you visualize like that, you're looking for the cue to move forward with what you're, with what you're hoping to do, which I think Mm -hmm. is great. It's a great way to do it. And I think the other thing that's really important is our boundaries during the holidays. Um, I think both the really simple boundaries of like knowing how much energy it can take to run around and try to make everybody else's holiday great um, as a parent, which can be exhausting. And you don't want that to deplete you for, for, you know, from your joy of the holidays, which it can, if you're not balancing that. But also when you have extended family in or you're around a lot of friends, just kind of stay in your lane. And it's really okay to say no to things Um, if you're too exhausted to go to the really fun Christmas party that you think you should be going to. It's, you know, if you just, if you'd be happier staying at home that evening, stay home. Like it's really okay to set boundaries around this time. There's a lot of, um, there's a lot more demand around holiday time, I think and some expectation. And I think it's really important to still stay in your own lane around that. And when people are in your home, and I say this as a um, not so great hostess, um, we have what we call family debriefing time, which is where we, um, we I have a small family um, and we hide in our bedroom, my bedroom. And we just do it kind of in a subtle way. We subtly like one of us disappears and the next we have a set time. We pick a time at night. We subtly disappear one by one. And um we have like five minutes of just like a bitch fest about whatever's happening. Setting <laughs> left their shoes on, and like can't stand the way this you know whatever it is I can't believe like that person's playing with my whatever you know whatever right like my toy that I just got whatever it used to be more like that um and then we're like we love these people and then we go back out and we're like we love these people we're so glad they're here it just it's a connection debriefing like sanity moment but I think those are actually important and they're real I mean Mm -hmm. we love our family also
2: I think that makes so much sense right because I feel like everyone's out of their routine and you're trying to like contain all these like feelings during the day, right? Like, yeah, take a minute, right? Go whether that's like, as your whole family, if that works for you, like guys, I have two escapes. I either, am like, I'm going to go for a walk, right? Like if I have my dog, I'm like, Oh, the dog needs to go out. I'm going to just go take a minute or I just do the dishes. Cause I'm like, you know, you're doing something, but like people kind of let you do your thing when you're doing that. And so I'm like, find a way if you're like feeling overwhelmed or you're feeling irritated or you're feeling whatever you're feeling and you need a minute, like go take a minute. You don't have to be on
0: the whole time. And I think that is part of a way that we set the boundaries to hold our values at Mm -hmm. our core, right? If your value is connecting with your kids and having a night of music, say no to the Christmas party the night before that you know is going to take away from your opportunity to connect with your kids and have some time with music. You know, if it's if it's being able to have a nice moment with your sister Caroline and you know you need to go do the dishes in order to have energy to have that moment with your sister. That's how we set boundaries and actually create the moments that we want to have with our families that we all say is the most important part of the holidays, but it's so easy to lose sight of it.
1: Right. And we don't always tend to it. We we say we want it and we talk about it and we think about that. And people's Christmas cards certainly reflect that, but it's not always how it goes down. And then it's a bit disappointing and there's nothing worse than a holiday hangover, emotional hangover. I mean, Mm -hmm. with where somebody might regret something. I I do want to bring up one thing that I think can happen in families as your kids get older. And um, that is the kind of extra uh, extended family pressure. So if you have a kid heading into college, for example, then it becomes everybody's job to talk to your kid about college or If someone's engaged or if someone's just married, it's like family fodder to discuss like when they should get married, how they should get married, when they should have their first children, you know, like everything's up for grabs. And I I think I will say as a mom with a kid that's a little older, um, I do, or just even commenting about like, wow, you look so skinny in that outfit, like little things that just may not be family values for you, maybe comments that you're not loving from other family members, and it, it's not necessarily that the person has ill intent but it is important to prep for some of those if you know they're coming um in the sense that you know that there's like a family member or two family members that might really be that way in the family gathering like have a family plan you know talk about it with the kid that might be caught in the crosshairs have a p- family plan of how to tap out we have code words that we use it in my house um where if someone says the code word you know that you need to step in and run a little interference um, or you know, but just so it doesn't turn into an escalation, or no one walks away with hurt feelings, it's just gonna help to have a plan. If there's like maybe one or two difficult characters in the family, and whose family doesn't have that? I mean, that's essentially job security for the three of us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I think like the pressure of the holidays is essentially job security for the three of us as yeah, that's well. That's
2: true. <laughs> uh, you know, the, absolutely. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. I also think we forget how much value there is about asking people about their life right now. Right? Like, hey, what's going on here in your life now? Not like, what are you thinking for college a year from now? Or, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like we're always looking at people's like next step. Oh, you're engaged. Well, like when's the wedding? Where's the wedding? Blah, 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 blah. Oh, you just got married. Well, when are you having kids? Like what's the like, what's the next step? And I'm like, mm-hmm. it takes away from where we are right now. So like, rather than asking about college, be like, ooh, how's junior year, Yeah, right? Like, are you hanging in there? Mm-hmm. How many, you know, how rough are your AP classes? Like, oh, that stinks, right? Like, bring it back to what is going on now.
0: Mm-hmm. That makes yeah. so much sense. That's so great. Yeah. So glad that That makes so much sense. I got slightly distracted because I got the results from Robbie's COVID test. He's been at home for the last four days, guys. And I'll just, t- I'll read them to you on moment. He doesn't have COVID. Yeah. We, we, can, we can leave the home guys. That's awesome! Way to go, Robbie. <laughs> I know four days later. Okay, here we you are.
1: To- to talk to Robbie about stopping. He, oh, Rob. He's got to stop licking other children. This is clearly, oh,
0: <laughs> guys. He's watched literally 72 hours of YouTube, which is <laughs> fine. <laughs> I, every now and then, guys, listen to this. Every now and then, it has to be a Christmas movie. Like, I'll get on that because, <laughs> but that is the antithesis of what I'm talking about here. But really, I'll be like, it must be a Christmas show. No more of this YouTube, but it's fine. It's fine. <laughs>
1: How are you, Sarah? Good, hanging in. Like it's 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 good. It's different. It is different when you have a kid that's older, um, because it's funny. It's like a it's you want we kind of dress the whole house up, but there's like I I kind of have to admit like I kind of miss that extra energy of like the little kid Christmas. It's so fun, but at the same time, it's kind of fun because we get to enjoy it together at a kind of all in a more adult way, which is really nice. Does it feel joyful? Yeah. And it's what's nice is that you, when when your kids get a little older, you reflect together on like past Christmas. I mean, it makes me sound like I'm 100 years old. I'm not 100 years old, but close, but not 100. But I think it's fun because we're all doing it together rather than just, you know, my wife and I making everything happen. Like we actually do it together and make plan it together. So we get to carry forward the rituals, but now, my daughter's involved kind of at our level doing it like decorating the house. And, um, you know, like maybe the things that we bake every year or make every year, like those things, which is kind of fun.
0: That's awesome. That is fun.
1: I feel like it's less pressure to be honest.
0: Well, also, cause you don't get that immediate. So much of joy, so much of Christmas is about giving joy to kids or at least for parents, my age, we're like, we're giving our kids joy. We're protecting their childhood spirit. And that, that does feel like a lot of pressure. And to be honest, as a parent, my youngest Robbie is five. And, and I don't think he's going to have that much longer where he, he, you know, really believes in Santa Claus. He has two older brothers, right. You know,
2: so it's not, it's not going to last for long. I will say as the youngest of three who like, were not getting along very well when we were little kids, they kept that like so real. I think there's an understanding that like ruining Christmas for your younger sibling is also just like not cool. But guys, to this day, my mom tells us that if we don't believe in Santa, we don't get any gifts from Santa. (laughs) So we're like, oh, Santa (laughs) came. That's awesome. I think that's I'm 30.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So I have to say, I brought out the elf on the shelf and... My daughter still swears that she's going to be in, have to eventually be in a lot of therapy because of her relationship with the elf on the shelf and um, that it kind of freaked her out as a kid. But I immediately put it in her room <laughs> and she was like, <laughs> get him out of here. I cannot get dressed in front of him. <laughs> I was like, oh, OK, so it's still the same. You still feel a little weird around the elf.
0: I I do think overall, it's okay to feel like the holidays are super stressful, right? Like we, it, it is super stressful. And I think there's that, that dissonance between what we think the holidays are supposed to be, which is super fun and joyful and light. And then also this understanding that they're so hard. And I think that that puts us, it is, it's affect forecasting. Mm. Yes, guys, uh, just we've talked about it every week since we learned the definition, which is Human beings don't have a good understanding of how they're going to feel. We predict how we're going to feel really badly. So I constantly predict that I'm going to feel joyful and great during the holidays. And then there's also this underlying tension that we've just talked about, about why it's hard. And I do think that those two feelings feel like they're juxtaposed from each other. And, and I think that that is normal for everybody across the board. Do, do you think that's yeah. right? Yeah.
2: I agree. And it's fascinating that with Apex Forecasting, we do the same thing every year. <laughs> I'm like, like how have I not learned based on <laughs> the past 30 years
1: to bring it down a notch with the uh with the hope and joy. <laughs> like,
2: <laughs> guys, right? Like I think every year we go into it being like this year, right? And we put pressure on like what's going to happen this year as opposed to being like hey, last year actually went pretty well. Like maybe this year will go pretty well. That's a good point. I don't know.
0: I did this funny thing in my house, which is, you know, I really want to put the Christmas decorations up super early. I'm talking like at this point, I would do November 1st. I would be totally fine with that. You are one of the Christmas people. Oh, I love it. And so, but Robert is like after Thanksgiving, after Thanksgiving, like he's very hardcore about it. So I told him that I wouldn't that I would be able to enjoy Christmas longer and put a lot less pressure on the season of Christmas if we could decorate a little bit earlier and I think that that would solve a lot of our Christmas stress woes and he he was like if it's going to solve that like that's fine you can we can decorate early November <laughs> I was like "How'd oh, it go so good right, right? we can work? decorate yeah it has like you know I love to sit in front of the Christmas tree and watch some Hallmark movies and It has worked, but it really was about doing something different. Yeah. Like I I've been kind of hardcore after Thanksgiving too. And then I do feel pressure to enjoy that Christmas tree. So we did do something different and it's been beneficial.
1: Well, didn't I, I kind of want to hear more about the story of your little Christmas tree that you sent me a picture of because you have this beautiful Christmas tree. It looks gorgeous. And then you have, yes, that looks a little like yeah. it's got some challenges going it's on. It's
0: literally just a pencil. It's a pencil with some branches on it. It's a tall, pen- <laughs> it's like a seven foot pencil that Robbie, who really loves Christmas and this could be his last year of it, dug so out of a junkyard and made us take it home. And now I'm not lying to you. It's the best it's the best find we've ever had. We keep it up year round in our basement, lights, decorations, ornaments, the whole thing. And can you send me this photo? Oh I'll oh my God, put it on so Instagram. Great. Then I towed it around during like after, before Thanksgiving, I put it up in our living room like it was our real Christmas tree because <laughs> I knew a real Christmas tree wouldn't last from Halloween to New Year's. So I have to use this like, junkyard <laughs> christmas tree in our home i'll send a picture it's it's beautiful
2: guys it is beautiful it is
1: beautiful
2: guys <laughs> i will say this year my house has some christmas decorations so oh, i am imp- i am improving
1: i saw the outside of your house look good <laughs> yeah, it did it. look
2: good <laughs> you should post
0: that on instagram too and sarah we want sarah, a picture of your
1: tea, of your tree Oh, so my tree's not up yet. We do have it, which is rare that it is not up yet. What? <laughs> I know, right? And I it's it's leaning against the outside of the house. We have it. But um, just, you know, just to j-
2: clarify, we didn't record this December 21st, but no, right, so no. it's December 10th. That feels it's,
1: Yeah, no, it's it's late cuz cuz again, I mean, my family's all about getting that tree up and you know, we have the joke that um we celebrate kind of a combined holiday because it takes eight days for and to get the lights on the tree because she mm-hmm. runs them down each
0: each branch right each
1: branch. yeah I mean it's beautiful beautiful but um it takes a long time so that is coming so would the tree will come in the house tonight and that will commence which is fun though for for my daughter and I because we don't actually participate in the decoration for several days but the tree's up and there's a lot of sweat equity happening with the tree. That's not ours. And, um, and we just play Christmas movies the whole time. So it's fun and we bake and do stuff. So, you know, we're all in the same space. Um, but it does, it is a process and I have to say it, it takes us a little while. But yeah. It it's a, it's a process and it hasn't but started. But your
2: tree ends up stunning. It is a stunning tree.
1: Like, yeah. It's beautiful by the end. Although again, let me say, and I think I probably said it last year, the person who puts the tree, the lights on does not feel obligated to take the lights back off, which becomes a problem. And sometimes lights get thrown away with the tree. No way. <laughs> I mean, the good part is I don't think she listens to the podcast, but yes, because it's my, <laughs> <laughs> Do you just, just buy lights every year? and Well, like, sometimes, or we just have a lot of lights because we use a lot of lights. So, yeah. They also just our a few house. strands go missing. Th- that's what happens, and I'm sure they burned mm-hmm. out next year when the question comes. I'm sure they did. I think they burned out. Yeah, but it's it's a lot to take back apart, and for some, yeah, just telling you, it's a lot. It's a process.
0: Yeah, lights are also an issue in our house because I'm terrible at doing it, so Robert must do it as well. But he, uh huh. But I'm also like, once the tree is in the house and this is my own issue. I'm like, we have to have a moment. You know what I mean? We have to have a moment where we're decorating the tree and like drinking eggnog and Christmas carols are on. And that is my favorite, but I just can't, can't really get people in my family behind it in the way that I,
2: that I would like it to be. And I think I just have to be okay with that. Yeah. And my sister and her husband, um, they have two kids. And they were decorating the tree. Guys, it's one branch at the bottom has like 30 ornaments on it. Oh, yeah. That's the only branch my niece will put ornaments on. So this one branch, y'all, is loaded <laughs> with <laughs> ornaments. It's amazing. The picture of it is so funny because it's just like hanging
1: down. We've always had. Yeah. I mean, luckily, as the kids get taller, it moves up the tree that way. But yeah. Guys,
0: we are not providing anything helpful for the people right now, but that's fine. I I don't care. I'm just like, we're shooting the shit talking about holidays, which is great. (laughs) So
2: maybe the idea. Yeah. Maybe this is like someone's moment, right? Maybe this is what they need though, to feel okay about the holidays.
0: Well, I think you're right. I actually think we just like enacted what we were talking about, which is like, get totally off what we're supposed to be doing and just like connect with each other.
1: Connecting. Yeah. Yeah. I did make me want to come to both your homes to see your Christmases actually to especially decorating the, the trees and stuff. That's, I mean, it's kind of fun. Those are moments. And even if it doesn't, like you said, Amanda, even if you can't get everybody in front of the tree at the same time, it's, it's still, they're still connected to it. Like everybody's connected to the same effort, which is kind of fun. The same project.
0: Also like the teenager moodiness. This is our first year with a was a tween and uh-huh. man, who knows if there he's ever going to be around for any moment ever again?
1: Yeah, he will be. <laughs> teens are worse than teens, I think, in some ways like that. He'll he'll be back. He will be back. Seven oh. years from now? <laughs> no, it won't be
0: that. Long. <laughs> it's fine. Okay, everybody. We hope you all have a good holiday season. We're sorry this is Christmas centric. It just happens to be what we all celebrate. We hope you are able to enjoy whatever holiday that you have and whatever traditions that you have and you're able to find the value for you and and focus on that.
1: And enjoy your connection with your family and don't forget to set boundaries to create safety for you and your loved ones.
0: Perfect. Okay, guys, uh, we'll talk to you soon. Hang in there.
1: Bye. Bye. Bye.